Ah, mi amigo. ¿Cómo estás? ¿Cómo estás? ¿Cómo estás? ¿Cómo estás? Yes, people. Oh, we seem racist. No, no, I told you, that's culturally, that's culturally respectful. I just felt racist. But you know what? Then that's you, man. I know, I know I respect the the Mexican people. I know I do. I love their food. I love their, I love their women, boy. Love their women. Love their women. Ah, that those olive skin Mexican women. Ah, yes. But people, so I have a lot of respect. La chicas. La chicas. Look at that. Look at that, man. Look at look at all this cultural respect that's in this room. Look at that. But you know, a lot of people sitting out, and I tell you, I don't feel racist at all because I've given the culture more respect than this superhero genre has. You know, they say ain't no brown up in there. You know, y'all even Mexicans thought, damn, we thought we would have had it before black people. (laughs) (laughs) Certainly before Asians. Yeah, (laughs) certainly Asians getting it. But you know, now these. And the Mexicans talking about, well, shit, what we got, uh, spy kids? <laughs> okay, <you know? laughs> but but when, when we gonna get our Black Panther? <laughs> you know, when we gonna get our Shang-Chi and all that <laughs> stuff, man? And well, the day is finally here. You know, we had our Black Panther Martin, now they got their Blue Beetle. Uh, <laughs> Beetle Azul. <laughs> yeah, look at that. I'm representing the day, too. Got my blue shirt on and everything, man. That's all you got to do is wear a blue shirt. You're cool. right. <laughs> <laughs> represent how we represent, though. You, look, there you can't even put the look at that. <laughs> Mark got one on two. Yeah, bro. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 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 Look at that. Oh. Mark got his blue Beetle shirt on, man. Yeah, people. Everybody's talking about that. Jaime. Jaime Reyes. Who is this Jaime Reyes? Well, let, let us tell you about Jaime over here. Some people thought that, like, damn, I thought that was a Jew. <laughs> no, people. No, people. You got it wrong. Jaime, Jaime Reyes. Jaime Reyes is uh, the son of Mexican immigrants and doing well, man. You know, listen, he's the first one in his family to graduate from college. And his sister was proud to say, and the only one, because I ain't doing that. <laughs> I ain't doing that shit. I ain't doing that. Let him do that. Yeah, he ain't even got no job. <laughs> but he's trying. He's trying. He's trying to come out. He's trying to make something of himself as the first college graduate in his family. And boy, do they need Jaime more than ever. You know, Jaime's gotten home and, you know, after eating some nice tacos and spending some time with the family, they're letting them know, yeah, you know, it's a... Uh, Sorry to tell you this, Jaime, but things haven't been so good while you were gone. <laughs> yeah, college boy. Yeah, while, yeah. while you were away, everything yeah. was a shit. Yeah. yeah, no, you know, you really want to show how, how, how smart you are. Help us get our house back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, help us get La Casa back. Yeah, he's a, yeah they, they got back home. The, the house is about to be taken away in the neighborhood that he's living in. That might even be gone because, you know, gentrification. Oh, boy. They didn't. And Jaime's out there trying to get a job, man. You know, and the only job that he can get is for, you know, just all these other brown people out there serving, you know, a, a, a job of servitude, you know. Kissing the white man's ass. <laughs> no. I mean, he's fresh out of college. No, he is. I'm kidding. What you want to do? I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. You know, give it a little time. But, I mean, they need Jaime now. They do. Oh, what is Jaime going to do? Well, Jaime going to bring on my hamburger. That's what he's going to do. <laughs> All right. That's a way to simplify That's things. That's a way to, yeah, I, I think this piece of family five. <laughs> uh, but turns out, while he was trying to get a job, on this fateful day, a piece of 
Alien Tech was stolen from this corporation. What is it, the Cord or what is Cord. it? Cord Corporation. Cord Industries. Cord Industries. Piece of tech was take was uh was was being taken out, stolen from the uh the facilities. And Jaime just happened to be there at the right, uh maybe wrong time, as his box is handed off to him, and inside that box is said alien tech. And turns out that this piece of alien tech just so happens to say, Jaime, you all right, man. <laughs> you know, heard Why you needed some help. You? you know, kid, I like you. And I got you. I like you just maybe a little bit too much. I'm going to face fuck you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so Jaime has this uh, piece of alien tech that comes in and attaches itself to him because it turns out that this thing, this suit that he has, it's uh, it forms a symbiotic relationship with his host. It's, you know, it's sort of like venom in a way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a, pretty much. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's hopefully better though. And you know, with this, he becomes the character that we know as the Blue Beetle. Of course, he doesn't know about these powers yet. He's just getting started. But Jaime, <laughs> he better hurry up and get it together because the Cord Corporation they want their tech back, and they got a bigger and better Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> with a big and better suit. <laughs> and, you know, if you don't want to hand it over, then hey, you know, we'll get one of your own people to take it from you. <laughs> uh, what is Jaime going to do? He can't he can't rip it off. A thing wants him. And listen, even if he could rip it off, does he have to? I mean, this could get the house back, you know, and save the hood. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the story of the Blue Beetle, y'all. And again, you know, all jokes aside, uh, this movie is being highly anticipated by a lot of brown people out there, by the Latin community. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uh, as we all know today that there there is a lack of a lot of representation that is not, that is finally now uh, starting to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's no different with this right here. So is this worth the wait? Is this y'all's Black Panther? <laughs> you know, will you be disappointed? <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna like it anyway. I don't care. <laughs> you know, he's representing. Well, we'll tell you what we feel about it. You know, maybe we're not the target, target, target demographic for it. But, you know, this is they're inviting all kind of people to come see this movie and then they want everybody, no matter what your race, color, creed, everything else, sexuality, all that. They, just, and they even want Mexican dogs to come see this. <laughs> I didn't even notice Pixie got her ticket already, man. <laughs> she going tomorrow. Yeah, she is. She got a full day tomorrow. Without yeah, without me, she's going, she's going to represent, support. Uh, all right, people, let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer for Blue Beetle, and we will be back with our reviews. Okay, I want to fly. Oh, let's do this. Oh. Yeah! <laughs> you got to force it to come out. What do you think? <sighs> You're a genius. Well, I know. What'd I say? No, 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 no. Did you know what was gonna happen to my brother when you stuck him with this world-destroying thing? It's called the Scarab. I had no idea it would activate. It has to choose you. So how do we get it to unchoose me? Acquired. Who said that? Systems checking. Three, okay. two, one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not so low. <laughs> and, and that thing is tearing the shit out of their house. <laughs> well, you know, I think what they were thinking was, 
Uh, we ain't gonna have this shit long anyway. <laughs> we might as well just go ahead and vandalize it for the next person. Y'all wanna take it? Hey, you can have it. <laughs> and damn Blue Beetle was here talking or something. <laughs> He's pissed. Listen to me! Uptail, baby. You got the wrong guy! I'm a nobody! But I swear! The world is a place to protect. I have an arsenal at my disposal. Anything, please! Watch and learn, Jaime. Whatever you can imagine, I can create. Yeah, that's more like it. you feel for your family makes you weak. You're wrong. My family, that's what makes me strong. Oh, I forgot how bad it was. Target the family. Sorry, my mom. I You are a superhero, cabron. <laughs> Just in case you don't know, this is a, this is a trailer for the public. But he says you're a superhero, asshole. <laughs> that much I do know. You're the blue beetle. I could use that arsenal right about now. God, you never ask. I ain't gonna lie, man. Uh, granny with that gun, kind of sexy, man. I don't know. What <laughs> Gatling gun, Granny over here, man. Uh, the Blue Beetle character himself. I, I don't. I don't read. I haven't read any Blue Beetle comics, even though they were offering some mm -hmm. at the screening. Yeah, right, yeah. But I would say that for me, the character kind of feels like a combination. You know, his name is Blue Beetle, but he feels a little bit like a cross between Green Lantern and Iron Man. You know, yeah, that's what I was gonna say, yeah, yeah Tony yeah. Stark. Tony yeah, because he's got he's got the suit, you know, with the tech of uh, Iron Man in there, but then the, the ability to make anything that you can imagine also is kind of like Green Lantern. Mm -hmm. uh, Green Lantern also being a DC character, which this character is right here. Uh, so I, I'll say this: If you are tired of superhero stuff, then this ain't gonna do anything for you at all in that area. Now, uh, you know, I don't want you to write the movie off just yet, because if you are tired of superhero movies, I can't blame you looking at this. He's flying around, tearing up the city and everything, just like we'd see all these other superheroes do. <laughs> uh, but don't write it off just yet, because I would say that, you know, this movie right here, I think it has more character and heart than the average superhero movie out there. 
that I've seen. You know, uh, and that's because of the themes of family and culture that we see here. You know, family and culture, I think, are what, what makes this movie feel special. And La Familia is a very big theme mm -hmm. in this movie here. You know, uh, uh, the Reyes family, man, the, the, the Reyes family, they are, <coughs> the Reyes family, they're adorable. I, I, I find them absolutely adorable, man, because all of them act like kids. <laughs> ain't, ain't, ain't an adult in that family, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Jaime's the, the most adult out of all of them. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at this. No wonder this family is broken about to lose our house. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no adult in that, in that family at all. Um, you know, and I can understand, like, his little sister, because his little, his little sister, man, who she can't keep a job because she, you know, because she's, shitting where she's not supposed to half the time but the rest ain't no better you know because i'm looking at this and you know no wonder jaime can't get no job family's ruining that they don't get out much that's him going on a job interview <laughs> and his family out there in the park are like hi man hi man if i was his boss look at the window i'd be like hell no i'm not hiring because then they gonna want to get hired too yeah they gonna, yeah <laughs> but why is he lingering he should just walk off yeah put me on man you know <laughs> they're gonna be showing up during lunchtime doing this, you know making a scene no hell no um acting a fool but uh you know i would say that these actors though man these actors who are playing the family here they for me they do they 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 do a good job of making the love feel real you know and their positivity makes them so likable to me man hell their positivity is po probably probably their biggest flaw again it's probably why they're going broke and losing houses they <laughs> I mean, they ain't got no money broke and, 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 and Papa's still over there tipping 25%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and saying like, don't worry, we've been through worse, we'll get through this. Yeah, talking about like, yeah. yeah, but how though? <laughs> and talking about these people, they make no money. They're like, we don't make no money. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> no, they're not. Uh, you know, but uh, what's really strong about this theme of family you know, I, I think is that even though this is centered on the Reyes family, I think that all cultures can uh, can relate because, you know, it's just not about the comedy with them all the time. They go through hardships, you know, and seeing them go through good and hard times. You know, that's something that we all experience. You know, and that's no matter what culture that we're in, you know, uh, no matter what culture we're in, we all we all have uh, we all have the same uh, we all have the same family types. You know, I'm looking at this and. You know, every family out there, let me find your boy here. Every family got that crazy uncle. Sure. Yeah. It, uh, uncle Rudy, uh, played by George Lopez. Lopez here. <laughs> and by the way, Uncle Rudy's, they come in black, white, brown, <laughs> yellow, <laughs> you know, caramel. I, yeah, everybody, everybody got an Uncle Rudy, man. And, um, you know, and I will say this about George Lopez as Uncle Rudy. You know, he's the type of... Uh, He's a type of character, especially with these crazy uncles that we see all the time. You know, he's wild because, you know, he's got no kids of his own because mm -hmm. he's just a big kid himself. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, he's into conspiracy theories. Another reason <laughs> why I ain't got no wife, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, no kids. Uh, and the movie's also a plot device. 
you know, he's the he's the tech guy that helps hire me out all Boy, the time. Out of nowhere, he's a tech. I know, yeah. <laughs> and boy, he, pulls, he pulls that tech out his ass. It's like all this time, t- Tony Stark's been living in the bar. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, he, he got some new computers and shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Out of nowhere, something like, oh yeah, I can hack into this. Just, just give me, a, give me a little time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm in the government like, system. Like, like billion dollar corporations, he just yeah. hacks into them. Like, Alien what? tech. Yeah. He, he knows how to hack builders. He ain't even been into. <laughs> to hack rooms, specific rooms that he's never been into. You know, and he all does it with the tech that's in the back of his truck. <laughs> I mean, shit, he got back in the day for Radio Shack. Right, right. Oh, yeah, but the only way to get in there is to knock out their entire security system. Oh, I got something for that. Yeah, really? <laughs> ain't he ain't even been tested yet. Yeah. You just been driving around with this thing in the back of your truck. Just, okay. just waiting for the day when, yeah. you know, your nephew might get like latched on with some alien technology and you need to hack a, corporated, a corporation in a corporate building. Yeah, man, I, you know, <laughs> I, 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 you know, it's it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, he's he's the Mexican Q. He got Batman skills when it comes to like <laughs> yeah. you know he, like he turns he goes into other buildings. That's what I like about Mexicans. They're resourceful, man. He goes into <laughs> well, he are. go. Batman had to get his own cave. Shit, my man Uncle Rudy, <laughs> Uncle Rudy would go into your place okay. and make it the Beetle Cave. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever he is, that's where the cave. That's is. where the cave is. Yeah, like, I don't. I ain't got to go find a Beetle Cave somewhere. I'll make my own, man. Um, you know, I, I could. Uh, I would look at this and I would, you know, it's a comic book movie and it's, 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 it is ridiculous. I think even with comic book movies, you need to explain things a little bit more. But the thing that, lets, that I, I still like Uncle Rudy played by George Lopez because George Lopez is just naturally a funny guy, man. Right. I mean, in the beginning, I was I was thought he was too much of a cartoon and screaming all the time. Yeah. But the more it went on, I was like, you know, he's sort of the heart of this thing. He yeah. is, man. You know, he's both funny when he's in this. Insightful. What is he talking about? He's talking about this. <gasps> Oh, I forgot how bad it looks. I've seen worse. Where? You don't want to know. <laughs> you know, he's. I feel like he was improvising. A lot oh, of, and he probably, probably was, was, man. Yeah. But yeah. when he, you know, but when you know things get serious, he can bring the drama too. You know, he's he's got a nice intimate moment with him and uh, him him and uh, uh, Jaime. You know, and let me just say this too, man. I I like uh, Jolo uh, Mariduena. I think is how you say his name, Mariduena. I actually like him, man. And I've always liked him since he was in. Uh, Cobra Kai. I really liked him in Cobra Kai. You don't like him here? Not even <laughs> a little bit. Uh, See where that I, was going. I, I, yeah. I, I found him completely bland and the least interesting character and actor in this whole thing. Mm. I I guess I'm on the opposite of that. I just, he had two modes. It was either the, the tropey, uh, generic, uh, awkward, nice guy or screaming! Ah, I don't want to do this. What are you doing? Stop it. Okay. Okay. Don't kill. It's like, yeah. man, he's, he's either doing one or the other and nothing else. I was yeah, like, I, I, see, <coughs> see, I thought he was all right. I didn't think he was the worst character, but I thought he was just fine. Well, yeah. there's somebody who that's worse. For yeah. worse. Yeah, it's worse. But for yeah. him to be the main character, I'm just like, wow, everything, everybody in this is more interesting than him. As a matter of fact, I, as much as I don't like, you know, I mean, I'm not always a big fan of gender swapping just to do it, mm-hmm. but, uh, the the sister uh, Milagro uh, Milagro uh, played by actress uh, but but Belisima Escobedo I was like she's got all the personality I yeah, wouldn't mind if she had been turned out right. to be blue beetle actually I thought she was one note in the no, movie. No, I, didn't, no, I didn't like her no, no she had she had a lot of she different had, things she going had more on personality than yeah her. I thought she was just uh, I thought she was just a smartass until she had to cry when everybody was crying in, in the movie but I, that's not I didn't that's 
that's not that's not to say I didn't like her because I actually did like her. She made me laugh. But yeah, I guess I'm on the opposite end with the Jolo Maradona. Just 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 watch him in this. I was like. The only thing he's got going for him is that he's good looking. But other than that, he's he's <laughs> he's bringing nothing to the table. I yeah, I just disagree, man. I, I I liked him. I liked him. I thought again, like the rest of the family, I thought he was I thought he was very likable, and I also thought that was cool because you know this is an average person that gets this tech, and I thought he treated it like that. He's like you know I don't know what to do with this. He wasn't like cool, you know. I, I got powers or wow, you know uh, I can go out and fight crime. He's like I want this out of me, and I want to help my family, you know. And I and I to me I just liked him, man. <laughs> Probably have this all the time. Yeah, sure. Okay. 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 Oh. I tried telling him. Okay, guys, I, I need to go find Jenny Corker because she's, she's going to know how to get this thing out of me. Uh, where are my shoes? Come on, where are my shoes? Not the 84s. These were my favorite shoes. Okay, okay. Find me. What happened? Where did you go? I'm up. I don't know. I I, I think I cut a bus in half. <laughs> and then, what? And uh, go into orbit? By the way, uh, one of the things I will call bullshit on is that bus scene right there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nobody ain't having to be in the fucking middle ain't of the bus. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, he didn't cut off a leg. I just <laughs> cut off a toe. That's why I had that clip up earlier. Because I said, I, closed, I said this when we, when we talked about the trailer a long time ago. I said, you know what? If if that was real and had that bus that that bus got split in half, this would happen right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's what this, fucked up. That's that people in that bus right there. Yeah. Somebody should have lost a toe, at least. Uh, you know. Yeah, but yeah, no, I Same you know. Same thing as Shang-Chi. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um yeah, and I'm not saying you're wrong for not liking him. You know, not not at all. I we just saw different things. Yeah. That's all. I because I I actually I actually found him you know just very relatable and very likable. I, I liked him in this. Uh, I thought it was kind of refreshing to see somebody you know t- react to, to superpowers like this, where it's just like I just want this out. <laughs> you know, there's nothing cool about this at all. Uh, I enjoyed the culture in this man. You know, I was talking about the themes of. Uh, Talking about the themes of, of of family and culture, I like the culture that was re- represented here, man. I you know I I I enjoyed seeing it play a big role here, because uh, you know with this um, you know Latinos, especially Mexicans, man. But you know Latinos will be I think they'll be proud of this film, you know, because the culture is always present. It's not just about the superhero stuff here. Uh, you know the culture is always present through. Through language, through scenery, through music, you know, there's a lot of uh, 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 of rock and Spanish in Espanol, you know. So, you know, I, the, the food every now and then, not a lot, but there was, you know, it was, it was when they were sitting down enjoying a meal. It was like even the, the the culture was represented, man. You know, I I uh, I, I enjoyed watching that. I think that is something that will actually resonate with a lot of the uh, Latino audiences that go to see this. It's it's the standout of the movie. It, right. Yeah. It's, it's, if there's anything that makes it unique or stand out, it's that. And and as much as uh, initially I I thought maybe it was just window dressing and shout outs, it, they actually do get into it, which is good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And also with this, you know, it's uh, it's consistent. You know, it's uh, I keep talking about the the uh, uh, the theme of family in this, but it's I appreciate it that, you know, when we get to the climax, 
we're still getting some superhero stuff, typical superhero stuff in that climax. You know, it's you know the two big superheroes going at it, or the supervillain and the superhero going at it, uh, beating the shit at each other. I always say, but uh, what I liked about it is that you know it was not about Jaime doing this alone. They stuck with that family that family theme throughout, where Jaime's you know. He, when he's at his lowest, his family does come in and help him out. Right. You know, they stick together to the very end, man. In fact, I was looking at Granny right there and shit. I thought, the hell with that gun. I thought Granny's gonna come in and throw one of them, them flip flops and chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was gonna throw them shoes. That's that, what Mexican that, families that, do. That is the only yeah. thing missing from this. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't work it in. Yeah, <laughs> she, she had alien shooters through somebody. Yeah, man. You know, I, I like that. You know, the, I would say, uh, if I had any, any kind of criticism of uh, of the of the culture here in this, uh, which I do have some criticism, see, I would say that. Yeah, no, I do. I do. I, I one of the criticisms that I don't think that we're eating healthy meals, Martin. You know, yeah, you know, you're, you're, listen, yeah, know. if Jaime, listen, Martin, <laughs> Martin's like you a damn villain. <laughs> Martin, if Jaime really wanted to be a superhero, then he would actually go out there and and, and lead by example and get himself some <laughs> Green Chef, Martin. You know, Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating clean and healthy. They got dinners that work for all kinds of lifestyles, but again, very healthy meals. Emphasis on that. Yes, I want to thank our sponsor, Green Chef, for sponsoring this portion of the show. And, you know, I, you, you guys know I've been working out. And thing is, we're working out and trying to be healthy. The physical part, that's an important part. But diet, I've been learning, is very important. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you like my son over here, Julian and I, then uh, you're gonna wanna watch that diet, you're gonna wanna eat well and clean, and Green Chef, if that's you, Green Chef is a big, big positive for that. Uh, you know, because these meals, not only are they managed to be, and, and, and put together to be delicious and nutritious, but they also, they wanna help you manage your weight, your wellness goals, you know, and that's without having to skimp on that flavor. I mean, look at all that, look at all those colors, all those delicious meals right there. You know, this will help you not only get something that tastes good, but make you feel your best. And these meals are nutritionist approved. A lot of people go see nutritionists to help with that diet. Well, these are approved by nutritionists right here. Uh, they have calorie smart meals that are under 700 calories or less. And I'll show you the weekly menu right here. Look at all this good stuff. Look at all this good stuff right there. Uh, they have protein packed meals. You know, if you're trying to pack on some muscle, get them gains, you can eat that protein in your life. Uh, and they also have, like I said, many meals that deal with many different lifestyles. Uh, you know, some of you, you eat vegan and you eat plant-based and that, they have that for you too. While this August, they're gonna have all kind of organic fruits and vegetables, organic, organic cage-free eggs and sustainably sourced seafood in addition to all of the healthy meals that they have right there. So, you know, you're gonna be uh, eating knowing that you have uh, also Eat, you're eating very organic meals and they treated those animals nice before you ate them. <laughs> but they just killed them, yeah, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but, uh, save time, too. That's the biggest thing. Save time with these quick and easy recipes. They'll be ready in 25 minutes or less. Look, look I know you, listen, you're getting hungry right now. So let me just go ahead and just tell you how to get this at a discount. So if you go over to greenchef.com slash toasted50 and use the code toasted50 to get 50% off plus free shipping, you're gonna be very satisfied. 
Let me go ahead and read that off to you again. That's greenchef.com slash toasted50. G-R-E-E-N-C-H-E-F dot com slash T-O-A-S-T-E-D. And that's the number 50. Uh, and you use that code toasted50. I'll tell you how to spell that already. And you'll get 50% off plus free shipping. Oh, that just makes your appetite even more, right? Dang. Free shipping makes me hungry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, I'll eat that postage right now. <laughs> so, folks, I've been telling you about Green Chef. I want to thank them for sponsoring this portion of the show, the number one meal kit for eating well. And I want to meet and say thank you to the number one community out there, the Toasties, for all your support. I thank you very much on that. Uh, Thank you, Toasties. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. These people are nice. Very nice. Couldn't do it without them. Nope. That's why I'm trying to look out for your health right there. Keep you eating. People say, you just try to get paid. No, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> oh, Martin is so correct. Oh, let me see here. Uh, I tell you one thing with the culture that I also want to mention here, because I mentioned a lot of things, you know, about the family and culture right here. I like that the movie, uh, when it uh when in the beginning when it starts out you know it's uh it 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 deals with issues and super you know with that a lot of superhero movies don't actually get into because you know a lot of super superhero movies they don't want to get deep they don't no. want to get no social issues you know they don't want to talk about anything that's gonna bring the audience down most superheroes are rich yeah exactly right, yeah. <laughs> and we're dealing with people who are the opposite so I like that this you know. Because most, well, okay, so Martin's right. Most superheroes are rich, are, right. are they, you know, what do they have to worry about? They got to worry about protecting their secret identity. They got to worry about some alien invasion or something. The Reyes family, they worried about going back to Mexico, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, getting shipped back to, yeah. back to Mexico. You know, yeah, uh, they got some real issues going on. Yeah, real yeah. world stuff. Yeah, they don't, you know, this, this deals with issues such as immigration. You know, uh, you know th there's a big theme about community here, too. You know, uh, when they're talking about the, the neighborhood, you know, it's going through gentrification. And, you know, everywhere you look, you see you seeing things close. Oh, and they always they always got that Starbucks sign. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's become the symbol of gentrification. Yeah, yeah it is. We're going to have a, a, a superhero movie where the hero fights at Starbucks, man. <laughs> Starbucks, you know, because Starbucks is turning to a villain themselves, uh -huh. man. They're going to take over neighborhoods, kicking out the brown people. <laughs> Throwing black people in jail for no reason. <laughs> people are like, well, we're gonna root for that super villain because we ain't giving up that 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 crack coffee. <laughs> they ready to give up Starbucks. But also I like how, you know, in addition to like the gentrification of the neighborhood, and I think that's a cool shot right there, I'll tell you why. Uh, you know, they also deal with uh they show where Jaime's working when he finally does get a job. And, you know, without it beating you over the head with this message, they are showing you that, you know, how brown people still are considered the invisible people when they're on the workforce. Yeah, you right, know, they yeah. show a lot of scenes where they're just in the background and purposely put in the background as if to make a statement as in, like, yeah, nobody looks at these people. They just expect them to do their job and treat them like they don't even exist. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really cool. And as far as the gentrification theme goes, I love how they juxtapose, 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 goddammit, I was talking about you not being talking about <laughs> Juxtapose are how they uh, put shots together, do compositions like this scene right here because uh, Palmera City, uh, even though this deals with uh, a Mexican family, Palmera City looks like a futuristic Miami uh -huh. mm -hmm. in a way. And, uh, a lot, and then they make a big difference where you get to see the future on that side, and then we got the poor, poor barrio, barrio on this side. Yeah. The, the, the ghetto. Yeah. And 
They, you know, and it, and I like that shot because it looks like it's only a matter of time before Palmyra City just, you know, Where just eats up. over all that, yeah. I mean, it's just looking, hunching over them. I'll get you, bitch. You know, it's like, it's, it's just looking over them the whole time. It's beautiful, but it's also threatening. You know, it's also very imposing. I like the way, you know, they put these little messages in there and they put these meanings in there without, like, again, they did it visually instead of having to tell you, you know, uh, make a big thing about it. Because they know that they're a superhero movie, but they still want to make the, you know, get the, they want to get the point across. Um... You know, I, I that's the stuff that I really liked in the movie. But I'll go ahead and pass it on because I know you got some things to say. Oh, this well, sucks. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, but what you're saying about that, I, I do like it that, that it, it mentions the uh, it talks to the gentrification and it mentions the plight of the immigrants, the people who were here undocumented, who work hard, but yeah. are under, you know, the threat of being deported. Yeah. Uh, and 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 genuine poverty because it's it's not things you see in in movies like this often. Yeah. Uh, I like that it, it it mentions these things. I do wish it could have spent actual time dealing with it. In as much as that was like this is something that really sets this apart and gives it gravity. Uh, the the family. Like I said, at first I I thought okay you you're just doing this because you're gonna do representations to get in here, but as, as we go along, we get to know the family and and get to really like them. And, they, and they're interesting. They they have they have great roles to play. Um, it's just too bad that that's less than 50 percent of the movie, because all the superhero stuff is about as bland and derivative as it could possibly be. Like nothing, not a single original thing in here. You watch it and I'm going like, all right, this is mostly Spider-Man Homecoming, a mm -hmm. uh, young kid who's got the talking suit that can yeah. do all the stuff. Uh, it's Venom, it's uh, it's Iron Man, it's uh, you know a little bit of Upgrade, it's uh, it, it's even the Fast and the Furious. Uh, when by the time you get to the end, I was like, wow, I'm oh, just yeah. I'm just seeing all these other movies mm -hmm. here, <clears throat> even down to like the love interest looking like Jordana Brewster. Um, but I was just like, man, I just want something. Just I mean, the the, the family and the and the representation is cool. If I can't have more of that. Just give me something that I don't connect to. I don't take a piece of yarn and connect to another movie. And it's all there. And it's just <clears throat> not very interesting. And it's one of the few movies where I could tell that his suit was made of rubber. I mean, I know they all wear rubber suits in these things. But yeah. here it's just like, wow, it's plainly obvious. Uh, this It has the problem that people complain about with Marvel movies where you have humor that undercuts tension where you have some some it'll bring up something major and but then it's kind of played off as a joke in one in the, the very next scene i was like man that's kind of a big deal I, I i wish you would actually you know take this seriously but the 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 other problem is that just the probably one of the weakest villains we've seen in oh any my. of these, these these movies forgettable susan, susan sarandon just she just seemed like she just walked on <laughs> for two days. She didn't care. She was like, yeah. just just feed me my line. I can say it and I can, I can yeah, go, I go yeah, about yeah, my yeah. business. She was terrible. Yeah. The super the superhero stuff, that's what I was telling you. You know, if you if you tired of superhero movies, just in that aspect, it's not gonna help. The superhero stuff is the least interesting thing about this movie. I you know, I would I would say, all right, you know. Just like any origin story, it's it's cool and it's fun when you see Jaime discovering his powers for the first time. You know, it's played for laughs. Origin story is always fun. Uh, 
after that, it's the stuff that we see on a weekly basis now. Weekly. You know, mm-hmm. on a week. Because if you don't see it at the movie theater, it's on TV. It's on TV. If it's yeah. not on TV, it's, you know, if it's not on the show, it's in a commercial. You know, mm-hmm. it's a, it's everywhere, man. And all this stuff is the same. You I mean, you listed a bunch of stuff right there. It's all the same. You know, all, all this stuff is getting bland. All this is getting generic, man. Uh, you know, right down to lots of CG, explosions. One of the things I'm getting tired of is a random soundtrack that's just thrown into an action scene. You know, some mm-hmm. some 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 piece of music, nostalgic music that's just thrown in, with no you know no reason. You know, faceless dudes with guns shooting at people, getting ragdolled everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it wouldn't be so bad if it weren't you know if it, if, if we weren't drowning in it right now. You know, right. we we've seen it all. You know, we've seen all this. Yeah, at a um, time when everybody's complaining about fatigue, I was like, man, yeah. y'all just add it to it. Yeah, the main you know, but the main characters are so good that it set the standard so high that it makes that you know the average superhero stuff seem that much more disappointing you know because uh you know they make it seem that more that, that much more ge- uh, generic when you had a lot of personality with the non superhero stuff and yeah y'all let me see here yeah i got to agree about your girl Susan Sarandon i mean she she don't help this movie at all She's, <laughs> she's just there. She's, she, I don't even know why you. They, I mean, talk about you know getting your check. Yeah, <laughs> she's one of the most forgettable villains. Well, I think she's, I've seen in a while. You know, she's just the typical corporate villain too. You know, her whole. You know, she's just there. She's just all about profit, power, and fuck everybody else. You know, and she and and believe me, she's she's willing to monologue about it. Oh, yeah. Every fifteen minutes. I mean, that's what she does every time she goes. She comes on. It's about how I should have been the one to get this. I'm out to get paid. It's all about profit. And yo, weak bitch. Fuck you. You know. What <laughs> you know. What I mean? It's like that's all. That's her whole thing. You're weak. You're weak. You'll never be anything because you're weak. And it's like, all right. You know, you weak. Yeah. You weak ass character. Change the record already. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, she might and constantly. I, it's not verbal abuse because she keeps calling her her niece weak. It's verbal abuse because she just keeps monologuing her to death, mm. man. <laughs> you know, it's like, damn, save some for the end of the movie. <laughs> you're on top of that building, you know, delivering the last speech. Um, yeah, the. Uh, uh, yeah, and that's another thing here, man. You, you're right about this. Uh, about this villain that we have here. There's two of them. <laughs> Well, no, kind of. Well, together they just won because they're both <laughs> doing a half-ass job. <laughs> well, you know, so you got this. Uh, and Susan Sarandon plays the the corporate uh, villainous uh, Victoria Court. She's the one that's over the corporation that's that's uh, you know trying to uh, profit off this suit, trying to make it a weapon so that she can you know sell it to the military. That's, that's all they yeah, ever want to do. That's all they want to yeah, do. They ain't the same thing every yeah. time. If it's not world domination, then it's selling to the military. Yeah, because uh, what in the first Iron Man, it was all about. I want to control the company so I can make weapons to sell yeah. to the military. Yeah. Yeah. In the end, it's going to be me and my suit versus you and your suit. Yeah. Uh, and this is the character uh, uh, Raul Max Trujillo, who plays uh, Carapax, the indestructible, the indestructible man. Uh, which he ain't that indestructible. <laughs> but uh, you know, he man, he's just a glorified henchman. He's just a henchman right, with, a, yeah. with, a, with a cool ass suit. You know, I will say that they try to give him more depth later, but it's like right at the but, end. Yeah, but it, it's like nobody cares at that point. Yeah. You know, you know which, was, which I thought was, you know, for what the story was, I was like, well, this is actually kind of cool, but yeah, you're already blown it now. <laughs> we, we try to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, I, if you couldn't tell, you know, there's different tones around the room. I'm probably the one that enjoyed this the most because I, I still did enjoy this. 
you know, because it's very much a family film. You know, it's not a kid's film, it's a family film with this. They tried to make sure there's something in there for everybody. You know, uh, different age demographics too. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I would say, you know, you're taking small kids, I mean, I don't think it matters today, but they're using a, you know, they're, they're, they're using some, uh, some spicy language up in here. They're, you know, they're, 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 you know, they're hinting at certain things. So, you know, for little kids, that probably go with their heads anyway. Uh, if anything, they'll be like, oh, he said a bad word. But other than that, you know, it's all right. Uh, even if the superhero genre is starting to wear you down, you know, I, I think that there's something here that, that's thanks to the lab, the cultural appeal in the heart of these characters. You know, I think with that is worth the watch, you know, at least for me. I And I'm the one that's getting tired of superhero stuff the most. I actually, almost, I, I, as the action was going on, I'm so tired of looking at these generic as uh, uh, superhero scenes. I fell asleep for a little bit yeah. <laughs> while they were blowing stuff up. No, no. Me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it releases oh those off because you're like, yeah, I've seen this movie already. I know yeah. where it goes. Yeah. But but that's that's me. It's it's. You know, overall, it's it's a positive review for me. But you guys go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I this is this is kind of on the level of like like maybe a Ant Man, uh, except even Ant Man had more. It, it it tried something, and as much as you know, you had the heist and the and the real funny characters. Like I said, the it's it's the family that's the most interesting thing, and the issues it touches on. And one thing it does do that a lot of the movies haven't done which is there is a genuine moment of grief and and i was like this is refreshing i mean grief's not refreshing but i was like okay this is but it was just that like okay now you've done something real and in, yeah. in in all of this unrealness mm. um but for the most part it's uh yeah man it was like i said i just found it so so, so derivative and bland and i wish it could have you know the 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 good things could have overcame that, but there's so much of it is this. And what really got me was that okay, like the family, but not not the Blue Beetle and everything with him. But were they to do a second movie, it would be all Blue Beetle. It would be yeah. very little family. Um, and the thing is, I the whole time watching this, I was just like, this directing is just so lackluster and flat. It just feels like like a a, a really expensive TV movie. And then I thought I'd heard it before, but I, I read afterwards, like, yeah, this was supposed to go straight to HBO Max. Mm -hmm. And they decided to release in the theater. And I was like, well, now it makes sense because that's how this felt like a show that I would be streaming on Max. Uh, so that, that puts me in the place of going like, well, OK, a high rental because that's where it would belong. All right, Julie. Uh, well, I'm kind of in the middle of both of you guys because a lot of things I did like and there's some things I didn't like at all. Um, I'll just say this, man. This movie is a lot of fun to watch. Um, there's a lot of fun moments there, but the fun moments really, to me, come from George Lopez. He, mm -hmm. If it wasn't for George Lopez, I probably would have done hate. He was a saving grace. Yeah, I'm like, man, George Lopez, to me, is like the only thing really going for this movie. Um, and that's just because he's just acting like George Lopez in this movie. Um, there's one character we didn't talk about. I did not like at all. I told you about her. Uh, Jenny, Jenny Ford? Jenny oh, Cord? Oh, yeah. yeah. Jenny I agree, Cord, too. Yeah, I don't know what y'all guys' thoughts on her was. Look, she's a gorgeous, gorgeous actress. But I can't stand her acting. I thought she was terrible. I didn't think she was terrible, but I thought that she was underused because, uh, in fact, she wasn't in the movie enough to even be terrible. She, she what? She's, she, in, she's in the whole she, movie. She's in a lot, but I, I didn't so much blame her as I was. This yeah. character's underwritten. They just and gave you trying yeah. to force a romance. She's just there to hand off this. She's an excuse to get the the the, the scarab into Jaime's hands and right. to be. And she's just there to be a love interest, man. You know that's that's all. 
I don't know. I just, to me, as a as a whole, I just didn't like her character at all. Fair enough. Um, look, I'll just say that the, the other characters, man, the villains suck. They're so forgettable. Like literally, as we left the theater, I was like, "What was their motivation? What what was what was going on with them?" I was like, I just yeah. completely forgot. Money. Uh, yeah. I know. Power. <laughs> uh, the the pacing of this movie, man. When it when it hits that that third act, it it come it becomes rough. Like I was falling asleep during that third act. I was like, I've seen this before a thousand times. I've actually seen it better a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it felt like goddamn Power Rangers at the end. I'm like, what? What the fuck is going on with these two? But <laughs> there you go. It's <laughs> <laughs> the quarter of the night. What the fuck is going on with these two? <laughs> but like I said, I have my I have my positive, I have my negatives. Uh, I thought this movie was fine. Look, as a from a culture standpoint, a Mexican culture man, I think you guys will definitely enjoy this. This is like yeah. y'all Black Panther, like dead ass. That's a whole night. Ask for better. <laughs> but I mean, like, as as whenever I saw Black Panther, how I felt, I felt like this is how yeah. I feel for, yeah. for yeah. Beetle. I think um, so. Yeah. And so, like I said, I, I think it's fine. I, I just give it, let's give it a matinee. Yeah, I, I'm probably more positive with my matinee than yours, but that that is what I give it. I give it a matinee. You know, I give it, I'm not going to say like high, high matinee, but I give it a positive matinee. I think this is a, I think it's fun. That's all, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and some people will like the superhero stuff. Some some people are not tired of that. Some people love that. They just see it as part of the genre. I think it can be better, but you know, that's 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 just me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I can't say that I did not uh, walk out of here disappointed. You know, I just uh, actually, I mean, I wanted a better movie, but I wasn't I was I, I wasn't walking out saying that uh, I felt like I wasted my time. In fact, I did have fun with it, um, but. You heard my criticism of it, and I agree with you 100% that, uh, Julian, that uh, while I don't think that this is your Black Panther, because, I, you know, this is... And, and I'm not even saying this in, in that... In saying I, that I didn't mean it like that. Like, well, it's no. good as Black Panther. No, I don't, well, no, I'm just no. saying that this is... You know, listen, Black Panther was a phenomenon. It was epic. You know, as you said, this is kind of more of a, on a lower budget right here. I don't... You know, I said, I think the the, the Submariner is your, is, is your Black Panther, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, but this is a fun family movie mid-level superhero film and uh I, I you know for a matinee i think it's just fine if audiences go and hang out with it. especially if you got kids kids will have a lot of fun with it especially if kids need a latin kids need a brown figure to look up to so, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, there is that yeah especially if yeah if you're young it's just one of those where i was like man if this movie had come out 15 years ago it'd be you know it'd feel more praise for it at the same time yeah all those movies it ripped off wouldn't have come out by then, so yeah. they wouldn't have known what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but there you go. You know, again, I always like it when there's a variety of opinions around yes, here. So many. Now, choose your favorite. Exactly. Now, I'm cool with you in your opinion. You have to talk to her. <laughs> you know, talking about my people out there. Well, I would say just don't be a bitch like Jaime, but she is a but, bitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, she's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs>